What's up, Raw Talks TV? Happy New Year, guys. It is your host, Lenore, and here is where the people connect to the story. You guys, 2020 was such an amazing year uh, for it to be our first year together. So thank you to all of my listeners, everybody that has joined in, shared it, discussed it on the side, you know, gave me feedback. I really, really appreciate you guys. So here we are at the top of the year with our first interview. And I'm just going to, you know, just tell you guys how amazing our guest is for today. Her name is Lori Williams. She is from Dalton, Illinois. She attended Thornridge High School. She is the alumni of the Illinois Institute of Art. She received her bachelor's of arts in media and animation. She is also a graphic designer, innovative thinker, leader, and most importantly, follower of Jesus Christ. She attends the True Light International Ministries in Griffith, Indiana. Indiana. Uh, she also worked with B2, B2B and B2C companies for the past like six, six years, assisting hundreds of independent authors, publishers, um, helping them publish their books, creating logos, I mean, cover designs, and other graphics. I mean, you name it. Like, she's doing all things graphic. She also recently became the CEO of Hadash LLC in the beginning of 2020, where she specializes in illustration, graphic design, um, for our hardcover books, as well as paperback books and publishing for independent authors. She is not only phenomenal in those areas, but guys, she is a mentor. She is a, a mentor for the Mentor Me nonprofit organization for young ladies 18 through 30 years old, helping them navigate through faith, choosing their career options, and helping them establish and maintain relationships. Some of her hobbies is reading, you know, visual arts, watching sports, playing basketball. I mean, this girl is phenomenal. And outside of the fact of being an entrepreneur, she still makes time to give it give back. So she is a monthly donor of the Chicago Division of the Humane Society. Can we welcome Lori to the show, guys? Hey. Thank what's up, Lori? Hey, what's up? Thank you, Brittany. You're welcome, girl. I am so excited to just talk about your story of you just being a faithpreneur. Um, can you tell me? Um, how did you know it was time for you to be a faithpreneur, uh, coming from the corporate, uh, world? So what, what would you say were your, was your final week in deciding, uh, that you want to do this thing for yourself? Well, I believe, um, it, it was kind of like a length of time. Um, I, I got to a point where the work that I was doing, I didn't feel that increase anymore. When I was working for the B2B and B2C companies, I didn't feel that increase anymore. I felt like as if you were wearing tight clothes and you feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was something that I needed to do. There was something that needed to change. Um, and that was following, you know, God's leading of starting my own business. Um, so that's really what led me to um, starting my own business and being an entrepreneur, just feeling like there was more and that I had outgrown the space that I was in. Okay. So would you say for anyone in this position that may be listening, um, what was 
some of the key indicators that you knew, like spiritual indicators that you knew, like God was calling you to do this. You know, we hear a lot of times like God called me to entrepreneurship. Like what was some of those key things that you said, oh no, this is definitely God. And he's leading me in this direction. Um, there were people that he was allowing to come into my life to talk to me like, hey, you, you have your uh, business card? And I'm like, no, I work for another company. Oh, okay, all right then. And there were instances like that um, where just a little hints of, hey, do you have your own business? Oh, no, I don't. I, I work for someone else. Oh, okay, um, well, do you have anything like to, to show? Do you have a website or something? Um, so God would allow people to talk to me. Um, mm -hmm. God would also show me things through um, like YouTube videos I would watch of people being in, in inspiration of like, I started my business. I was tired of my nine mm -hmm. to five and like those videos, I, more and more videos kept popping up in my feed um, like that. And um, also just uh, my pastor speaking certain things. Um, and I was like, he's speaking to me you know sometimes you always <laughs> feel like the pastor he's speaking to me he's speaking to me um but those are some of the key indicators and also um just on a natural um level of uh feeling like um th there was something more and, and, mm -hmm. and sometimes irritation and frustration where I felt like I wasn't growing uh yeah and I think that's the biggest challenge with uh any 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 person where God is calling them higher, whether it's in entrepreneurship or a new position or a new uh, industry, that feeling of frustration, that agony, that tiredness, or, you know, that feeling of, man, I just got to get out. I just can't breathe here anymore, you know? Um, so I definitely like the fact that you uh, pointed those things out. Now, when it, when it came to... Um, to, uh, cause you're super professional. Like guys, if y'all don't know Lori, like she's ultra, ultra, like she's ultra professional. Oh, if you. that could be a word, you know, <laughs> she is one of those people where she is by the book on things, but also has integral and moral uh, ethics that she um, incorporates in her daily life. So for, for individuals, um, just curious, like when you make, okay, so now you're at the point where you made the leap of faith, you put in your two weeks, you talk to your boss yes. and all those things. Now you're ready to, um, to inquire of the Lord of like what to do to move forward. So how did you come up with your name? Hadash? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. So I actually came up with that name, um, <laughs> only two weeks before I started my company. So it was early in the morning, maybe around four o'clock in the morning. And um, I was up early. I naturally like to get up early, like 3.30, 4 or 5 o'clock. Um, mm -hmm. And I was reading my Bible. No, I was praying first. And then I stopped praying for some reason. And I started reading my Bible. And there was um, a word that I came across. Mm -hmm. And I like looking up like the Hebraic meaning and Aramic meaning, depending on if I'm in the Old Testament or New Testament. So, um, and I don't even remember the word, y'all, uh, that I was looking up initially. So <laughs> I went on my phone to look up that word to figure out what it meant. And Hadash came up. And when I looked at it, I'm like, what is this word? It's not even close to what I looked up. Mm -hmm. And I clicked on it and it took me to the Hebrew dictionary. It said it's an old Hebrew word. And they said it means to repair and to renew. And mm -hmm. immediately God said, this is the name of your company. 
Mm. And it was just so clear. And this, these are the wee hours in the morning. It was so mm-hmm. clear. And I'm like, you know what? This is right. This is this is where I'm at. Repairing, renewing, doing something new. Um, so that's how I came up with the name. That's so amazing. That name, yeah. Yeah, because you know, God, your CEO, like he called yes. you to it. You can't you can't do it without him. You know exactly. Um. So before I, you know, wanna before I wanna, you know, go a little bit deeper into like the services and things that you offer, I want to talk a little bit more about that first. Uh, week you pushed out your business. What was the first thing that you that you did? Did you get a business card? Did you tell a friend? Like what did what did those moments look like for you? Yeah. So the very first thing um, that I did was made sure that I created a website, um, listing everything that I did, showing you know who my company is, and then um, started working on the business cards. Because what happened was that I was already kind of gaining a following of clients mm-hmm. as I was working in those B2B and B2C companies and didn't mm-hmm. even realize it. And right. It just came full circle where God was like, see, you have the clients coming in and they'll keep coming in. You just have to push it out there. So right. I made sure I had my business cards if I was talking um, at um, any events or parties I was going to or church friends. I would give them my business card and said, hey, you can give this to other people. Um, so those were my first steps, when, uh, the first week of my company. Oh, nice. That's that. It, is, it, it, it goes to show you, like, if you walk out on faith and trust me, God will make the provision already. He will send the people. He will send the resources. Like, you basically have everything you need. Yeah. You just need a little faith. You just right. need a little trust and belief in yourself that you can do this thing. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing because, you know, um entrepreneurship ain't no joke it's not a joke at all so how would you say um your grind has changed do you still have the same level of grind that you had working your nine to five or do you feel like it was challenging any area since you know um working for yourself um i feel like my grind has increased um for the very fact that anybody that's trying to be an entrepreneur the key thing you have to remember is that you are your own boss. So that means that you have to make your own salary. There's no one giving you your own salary. So your grind really does need to be from the time you wake up till the time you go to sleep um, to, to build that clientele, to uh, build up your um, your work, your products, work on your products, to do that network and to, to make partners with other companies. Um, so yeah, the grind has definitely increased. Yeah, that that is that is so true. And this uh, aspect of starting a business, people think you can roll over and start a business. You actually put some work into it. Like you, you formulated your LLC, mm-hmm. you know, um, you got your bank account, you know, you put everything in. I'm assuming Excel. She's like, tell people some of the logistics that goes into starting a business because it's not something that you can just roll out of bed and do. You know, yeah, it's an order to it. So can you exactly. just tell them a little bit, a, a few things that you have to set in place in motion to get going? Sure, sure. Uh, one thing I do have to say is, um, first of all, you have to be a motivated and dedicated person. Mm-hmm. If that's not you, entrepreneurship is not for you. If you're someone that people have to tell you, do this, do that, you know, get up and try that, then entrepreneurship is not for you. So that was the first thing. And then the, the, the next thing is once you know that that's the type of uh, personality you are, a go-getter, go hard for what you want, 
then what you need to do is um, establish the uh, uh, company name, registering it with your state. Um, that's one of the first things that you need to do because you need to make sure that the company name that you're using is not already used by another person in the state. Now, it's possible to have the same company name as someone else in Wyoming but because that's a different state. But make sure mm-hmm. you register your company name with your state. And then the next thing I, um, I did or made sure that I was doing uh, was paying any type of um, fees for like my website, paying any fees for ads. And then I was making sure that I got um, definitely my business cards done. So all of those startup things um, that are necessary to even get your business established before Mm -hmm. you start, you know, getting products together and all the marketing and everything. Right. That's good, Lori, because some people don't be having these type of conversations. They just make you think that you could just roll over and do it and i'd be like man that is not it no it takes a certain personality and it takes a lot of work (laughs) yeah absolutely so let's let's dive into hadash i was reading some things pertaining to your company um on online and i saw that you uh talked about your company being a multidisciplinary design yes uh what what does that mean um, so multidisciplinary, meaning many different disciplines of study. Um, so one of our services is promoting independent publishers, book cover design, um, editing, formatting. That's one sector. And then also you can get logo design, uh, packaging design. And then there's also um, where you can get illustrations. So multidisciplinary, meaning we're not just focused in just one area of design. There are different um, services that you can choose from depending on what you need. Like some people just say, I'm just a logo designer. Or some people just say, I only work with authors. So that's what we mean by we're multidisciplinary. Right. Gotcha. See y'all, see, learning something every day. (laughs) What what, um, would you say is out of all the services that you offer, because... We talked about you working with independent authors, yep. logos, um, other graphic designs, book cover. What would you say is your the, your most favorite thing to do? Um, and what is your most least favorite thing to do? Okay, so my most favorite thing to do is to create logos. Um, because I like seeing it on the t-shirts that people get created. I like seeing it on their uh, cars, um, on their products. Like that's a, a nice little satisfaction point to like see see my work that I did on actual products that people are wearing mm-hmm. or out in the world. Um, so that's my most favorite. Um, my least favorite. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to say formatting. Formatting mm. um, books because um, it takes it takes a lot of uh, looking at the computer screen. Um, it takes a lot of you know going over being careful of of what you are doing. Um, it is mm-hmm. highly rewarding though to see the book like fully complete is so rewarding. But it's just the diligence and the and the work that it takes into it. And I and I did it for years. I did it for six years for this one particular company. Um, and uh, yeah, I would say that's my least favorite. But it's it's rewarding. <laughs> it is. That, well, that's good because I I know I know personally that you've done 
a lot of different books and you formatted a lot of different books, but you're very precise with everything that you put your hands to. Like, y'all, if I if I would recommend any company, anybody to handle your books, if you're a self-published author or anything of that sort, like this, this is the person that you should let handle your book for sure. Um, because man, <laughs> there's some you. people out there that really don't. You're welcome. There's some people out there that d- really do not care about other people's work but she treats your your work like her baby whatever she put her hand to um so do you Lori do you provide services out of outside of the Chicagoland area uh yeah I mean some of my clients are in other states now I can't actually physically meet them I've never met in person any of my clients from out of state um but I do zoom meetings um if they do come into to the area that I live in, I do set up meetings where, you know, we can meet at like a Starbucks and go over some things. Uh, but none of my clients I've ever met in person, but I do do services for people outside of the Chicago area. Um, logos, books, um, brochures, flyers. Yes. Yeah. I, and I saw, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, she, she definitely is expanding her reach mm-hmm. like and I mean that's the hustler go get a mentality people mouth word of mouth people advocating for you you put yourself out there and just being able to you know uh, manage all those things is super important especially with um, uh, I, it was one of these recent projects that you did that I saw it was kind of like a, a door logo or something oh yes yeah for a realty company mm-hmm yeah, how was that? Was that your first time doing um, something like that? What's the proper term uh, for that? So that was a door decal. And um, yes, it was my very first door decal. And that's actually like one of my um, long-standing clients, like a client that I didn't even really know <laughs> was going to be mm-hmm. a client of my company. Because back in the day, I would do work for her company, her business. Um, and mm-hmm. so now it's like she's increasing in her industry. Um, and so she's asking of like higher, more technical things uh, from me as the graphic designer for her company. Uh, so that mm-hmm. was super exciting uh, to work on the door decal. And I like doing new things. Um, it, 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 it really like shows me, OK, expand your range, expand your range. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and and while we're talking about clients, um, have you ever had experience where uh, you had to deal with harsh criticism from your client? And if so, like, how did you uh, manage to work that out? Like, how did you handle that? Yeah, um, it's been so many years of working with clients and I've, I've heard some of the worst things ever like said to me. So I have pretty tough skin. Um, because you deal with different personalities and um, some people, I mean, we meet them in grocery stores. We know how people can be sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, some of the uh, most difficult clients, I tend to notice that they're difficult because they're nervous. Um, they're mm. nervous. Either they're nervous about a deadline or they're nervous about the quality of the work or they're nervous about um, what people will perceive of them and their product. Um, so with the most difficult clients, I kind of like treat them a little bit more carefully. I make sure I send out emails more so than I would someone else. Um, like mm-hmm. making sure this is what's about to happen. I'm going to send these files. Like I keep, I keep track with them 
um, more particularly than other clients because I, under, I understood that over the years I understood the reason why some of the hardest clients are is because they're nervous about something. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I mean, and that I mean that seems like one of the best ways to go about it is to be ten ten, ten steps ahead of them mm-hmm. to ensure, you know what they're getting is quality and that they don't have to worry. So I think that is a, a very, um, a very important step that you're taking to ensure that, that everything flows smoothly. Now, how do you personally keep up with, keep up with the latest trends in, uh, designs? Like, how do you go about yeah, that? Yeah. So I make sure that I'm signed up with like AIGA and, uh, some of the big uh, design companies. Chris Doe is another uh, major designer who's been doing this for like the past two decades. Um, I look at his forums on LinkedIn, um, on Instagram. I look at some of the um, pages for like branding inspiration, um, logo inspiration mm-hmm. to see what some of my fellow artists are doing. Um, because there's, there's always something new happening and in any industry, not just the graphic design industry, but in in any industry, there's always something new happening. Um, so those are the platforms I use LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, and just getting, uh, newsletters for, um, from like companies that I know that have been doing this for years. Okay. That's good information. Did y'all hear all that stuff Lori was saying? She was giving some gems. Yeah, I better write it down. Um, no, that that shows that you're very uh, serious about what you do, and you take what you do very seriously. And I think that that's super commendable. Um, now, what would what would you say is one of some of the most challenging things you face as an entrepreneur within this year? Because you're coming up on a year, so what's the most challenging things you face? Like one or two? Um, just fear of longevity. I think uh, almost every entrepreneur comes across that, you know, idea like I want my company to last and, um, you know, I don't want to have to shut it down. I don't want to have to um, close it. So that that's the hardest thing I face is just that mental note um, of like, I got to keep going. I, I want I want that longevity. Um, so that that is actually harder even than the fact of making sure I have enough clients to make enough money for, you know, bills for the month. That's actually like ahead of right. me. Right. And I think that, and I appreciate your authenticity and res- this, this past response because a lot of people face fear mm-hmm. along the way. And I think that I always say, yeah, fear will roar at you, but would you roar back? That's like, because fear is one of those things in your, it's good. Hey, that's my, <laughs> hey, that's my, uh, quote. Don't steal it, y'all. But, like, fear roars in your face. It's so loud. It's like something so loud. But, I mean, just thinking of, like, being the child of, uh, of a king, you know, being the tribe of Judah, like a, a symbol of, yes. of a lion, you roar back. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You roar louder. Like people super scared of lions, you know. So I, that's that's my go-to thing. If I'm fearful and it's really, really like, like trying to overtake me, it's like, what am I gonna do about it? And that's when you gotta have scripture. You gotta remember why God yes. called you to the thing that He called you, and speak those um, affirma- affirmations. And you know, get a part of community where you can brain dump and strategize and say, Hey, I'm facing this. What do you think? Or I just need some support. So. Um, would, would you say that you have a good support support system uh, 
as you navigate through your entrepreneurship? Yeah, I really do. I have um, very close friends um, that, you know, I can pray with, that'll pray uh, for me. And even if we aren't talking, I know that they're praying for me. Um, my family is, has been a good support um, of, of what I'm doing and have been inspired. Um, Brittany, you definitely, we've, we've had a lot of moments um, just conversations where I've been inspired um, and you're an awesome support as well so yeah and you know my <laughs> my church members as well um, you know some of mm-hmm. them have been my clients and they told other people about me and uh, they're, they're just excited for me as well as I'm excited so I do have a really good support system and that helps that helps because sometimes you have those um, dark moments where you're like, you know, mm-hmm. what is next? God speaks to me and mm-hmm. you're not hearing anything. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering like, what what is the answer? Um, so make sure you get a good support system. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely can agree. Um, and that's what anything that you're doing in your life, guys, like you need people that will advocate for you when you're not mm-hmm. advocating for yourself. You need somebody believing for you and rooting for you when it's challenging for you to do it yourself. Um, and those people that will that will support you, like your brand is their own. You need yeah. those type of people. Um, and you also need those people that's going to challenge you and push you. Say, hey, 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 come on now. You're mm-hmm. slacking right here. So you need those as well. So uh, thanks for sharing that. I have maybe like three more points and then we're going to wrap up our interview. It's been so great. I know the listeners (laughs) are like really just soaking in everything that you're saying because you're just giving them so much, you know? Um, So as far as um, resting, we, you talked about like pushing yourself and, you know, meeting deadlines and things like that, but how do you rest? How do you get a piece um, of that? What I do is I make sure at least one day out of the week, um, I kind of like don't pay attention to emails. Um, very limited in responding to phone calls and text messages. Um, and I, I choose that. Sometimes I choose um, a Sunday to do that. Sometimes I choose a Saturday to do that. But I just shut off my phone. I make sure I watch maybe a basketball game or I make sure I go out, you know, have food. I know that this COVID time is hard to go to a restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'll order food and relax and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just make sure that I take out a day where I'm having limited phone calls, limited text messages, and not really checking any emails. Right. Cause that can, I mean, if you don't stop yourself, who will? Exactly. You know, you're really your own boss, your own accountability for majority of the part. So you have to make those hard decisions. And if you're not healthy, you can't be good for nobody else. If you ain't had no rest, then that's not gonna make you uh, uh, exceptional for somebody else. Like your work is gonna, you know, take the hit because you're not taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. So. Yeah, those entrepreneurs out there, even people that's not an entrepreneur, any working person, you need to rest. You need to uh, do something that will allow you to escape from your reality and really just set your mind on something uh, stable and peaceful. Um, Okay, so Lori, two more things, Lori. What do you have coming up? What goals or what do you have set for 2020 that you're kind of like aspiring to, like looking forward to? Um, well, I'm definitely looking forward to getting um, a bigger office space. Um, right now, it's just like Ooh, 
office with a base also in South Holland for um, mail and receiving packages and sending out things to clients, uh, but looking for a bigger office space and just expanding my um, uh, skill set, doing more projects that I haven't done before, seeing new types of um, design requests and then increasing my clientele. So that's what I'm looking forward to, to, to 2021. Oh, yeah. So anybody know of any spaces, y'all hit Lori up so she can go check them out. Even if she's just walking the ground, she's yes. leveling up. So we're going to support her in her goals. And those of you all who, you know, like, oh, well, I really enjoyed this podcast. You know, make sure you check out Lori's uh, website, website at www.hadashdashdesigndesign.com. Check it out on IG. Um, at Hadash LLC and um, I mean you know where to reach her like if you're looking for something if you've been stagulating that means taking <laughs> your time procrastinating on you know I need a designer I need a consultation I need this I need a you know somebody to help me publish my book I need somebody to create this design for I don't know whatever you have going on like this is a direct contact so what I have, I give to y'all freely, you know, and this is one of, this is like a jewel. Lori's a jewel to me. So uh, anybody will be lucky to have a, yeah, absolutely. Um, Lori, right before we go, what is one thing or two things that you said that you, that you need in order to be prosperous for this year? Um, I, I definitely, it, it, God is number one. I need him every single day, um, especially with um, everything that's going on in our world, just aside from, you know, mm -hmm. career things, um, need God in prayer. And then also um, just that, that, that clarity, that focus, that, that drive, like th those are the things that I know that I need for 2021 in order to be prosperous. Okay. Okay. Well, there you guys have it. Raw Talk TV. This has been an amazing first interview of 2021. Lori's coming upon her one year um, of being a fakepreneur. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yep. So proud of Lori. Um, make sure you guys are following uh, Raw Talk TV on IG as well as on YouTube. Um, and check out some of the goals that we have implement that we're going to be implemented for 2021. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. Our one-year anniversary is coming up February 1st, 2021. So everybody's doing something new and we're coming upon our anniversary. So I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.